theme song. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we are bringing you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. I am your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, it's my dear friend, the Kiwi Conundrum, I call him, Thomas Marshall. How are you? Hello, Thomas. Hello. I haven't been here in a little while, and I'm not sure what the conundrum is, but Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued to find out. Mm, mm, mm. We'll keep that one to ourselves, I think. Um, (laughs) Hasn't been that long. I feel like you were here like a month ago, not even. Uh, My notes tell me I was last here on episode nine. No. Yeah. Has it been a live... It's episode 20 now. This is episode 20. This is episode 20. I I also know that from listening to the show and making notes in advance. (laughs) <laughs> very good uh, it's it's also quite possible that i wasn't on the uh oh, that i didn't make notes for the last episode i was on so <laughs> maybe there's another one i don't know i feel uh have you been this is your third time yeah this is my third time yeah then it is then it was it would have been episode nine then wow that's interesting yeah the whole cricket thing yeah that's right it was too fuck has that been like that's nearly three months oh no yeah no what's nine weeks like two weeks. and a half months Oh, 11. Yeah, that is nearly three months. Holy fuck. Well, there you go. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah, that's like a quarter of a year. I feel like it was just yesterday you were on. Is it? Don't... Why are you making that face? Uh, I'm making that face because it's nearly my birthday and that's the middle of the year. Holy fuck. When's your birthday? Uh, Next Thursday. Okay, good. Um, So that'd be the 14th. Uh, 21st, no. The, that'd be the, I, I would call Your that birthday is the 21st of June. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Whose birthday is also the 21st of June? Not important. Um, how are you anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I'm better having seen your face. Oh, that's good. It's good. It is good to see you. It is good to see you. Oh, dear. Um... I'm good. Not that you asked, but I'm good also. Well, I'm not good. No, I am good. I'm fine. I've had a couple of ciders, so this is going to be a fun episode. I'm looking forward to this episode. It has been a fun episode. Yeah, but yeah, no, it is. It is. You're right. I really enjoy doing this show, actually. I've never once... That's not true. I have. But normally when I come and do this show, I'm actually pumped to do it. Like there have been times where I've just been super tired, but by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I did that. Mm. Um, but I've never like, I'm never like, oh, yeah, I'm always pumped to do the show generally, like 99.9% of the time. Um, episode 20. We made it 20. Anyway, I've had this to... is the 0.1% of the time where you're not pumped to do the show. Or? No, I'm very pumped to do the oh, show. Great. I'm just, I was just saying like, um, I've had a couple of ciders, so, um, yellow as they say. Um, and it's we been a slow it. news week as well. I feel there's, there's, we're luckily our fantastic listeners have come to the party with some great questions uh, because we've got a bit to get through. But um, as far as like news stories, notable things going on, I mean, I was going to talk about the G7, but I kind of wanted a week where I didn't have to talk about the orange Muppet. I can live with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm reasonably happy to not talk about him. And I, apart from that photo, I don't know too much about what happened at uh, G7 anyway, so... Apparently, it was just being himself. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so not not a great deal of news. Like, news-worthy stories. There's been, obviously, there's a lot of news. Always is. We're E3 on as well, which I think takes a lot of our echo chambers sort of attention away from, mm. you know, general news and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what what I was going to say was it may just feel like there's not a whole, a whole lot of news in our sort of sphere or, mm. or circle of interest and, mm. and how widely that kind of stretches out into the real world mm. um very much so very much so um what's news with you oh well no we'll get to that actually what how are you i guess other than what you just said before other than what i said <laughs> i ate two of the most sour lollies i think mm. on the planet uh before starting this show them. yeah um, and my tongue is kind of burning so good Good. Uh, I'm yeah. going to try and drink very quietly, but I also don't have a lot of drink, so no, I'm going to have to ration it and just see how I, we go. I share my cider with you, but you're several thousand kilometers away. So. Yeah, and and I imagine, uh, well, actually, I imagine you've probably got two or three stacked up beside the uh, the laptop ready. Yeah, 
I'm double parked. I'm double parked. One either side of the laptop. I was <laughs> one either side of the laptop. Spot on. Spot on. Um, I was saying before we started, Summersby cider, which has become my new beverage of choice, is just absolutely magnificent. Mm, it's, it's divine not, stuff. It's like you're drinking like juice. Mm. Like it doesn't taste like alcohol at all, which is very dangerous because I can drink these very quick. However, I find that you know this is another thing, Tom. Just while we're on the subject. Mm. That I find cider or drinking or drinking in general, mm-hmm. alcohol consumption and whatnot, is that you have certain beverages that get you drunker quicker, even though they're the same alcohol content. I've never really understood that. Like I can drink like three beers and I'll be like, ooh, tipsy. But I can, like, I had five of these in half an hour the other night at the rugby or before the rugby. Five in half an hour. And that's too many. And especially th- buying them at the MCG, they probably cost you like $12 a bottle. We were well, actually, we were at the Cricketers Arms and they were eight bucks each, but they were magnificent. Um, it was, um, and I was like, yeah, no, no, no. But like, not how you would think you'd be after five drinks in half an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like I was merry, but I wasn't like not quite on the floor yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I, if you sculled five beers in half an hour, you think you'd be on the on your way to pissed, yeah. I I think you probably were on your way to pissed, but might have been yeah. a bit cold or something. Maybe you weren't quite maybe, noticing. Maybe it. it's all in my head. Maybe it's all in my head. I don't think I could drink five beers in half an hour. No. Though. I couldn't that drink five awful. beers in half an hour. That's what's fantastic about Summers and Cider, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get into some news? I, yeah, I was, I was just waiting for an actual uh, ad read, but it, it never came. Um, no, maybe no, one day they'll sponsor you, the amount that you, yeah, you drink on the side of the show. N- not likely, but uh, it's time for some rapid fire news. Rapid fire. Thank you for the uh, good shout out to John Peck for the um, for the soundbite. Very much appreciated. Uh, first piece of rapid fire news: hot scoop, hot off the presses. Thomas Marshall leaves the Explosion Network. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I did not hot expect scoop. that as a piece of news right now. World, out of world your mouth. first exclusive here. You heard it here first. Thomas Marshall has left the Explosion Network after what, like a year and a half. Oh, yeah, about a year and a uh, year and four months, oh, something like that. Yeah, 14, 15 months or something. Yeah. Mm. You know, that journey has come to a close. Yeah, well, in, in, in some respect, I think it's mm. kind of to be figured out a little bit still because mm-hmm. um, Tales of Thelden is actually really quite fun to record and no I'd doubt. get in on, an, no on another season of that. But mm. um, yeah, just my my working capacity and, mm. and the amount of uh, training that I'm doing um, karate, which maybe you can hear about on Grandstand Gurus if the feed still exists. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's sort of take, taken over um, mm. all of my free time. Well, no doubt. Well, I say free time, and I did include work in there, but yeah, mm. w- work's really busy. Doing a whole lot of stuff outside of it. Um, mm. It kind of ended up being the the lower thing on the list, and I had to say, hey guys, I've got I've got to take a step back. Mm. Um, kind of the best thing for me and my sanity and. Mm. keeping up my relationship and other hobbies and things like that um yeah yeah, yeah. relationships are important um they certainly are. Mm. uh no of course yeah, i mean i just i'm sure you'll be missed by the guys you know your contributions to the network obviously oh. wouldn't we probably it would not exist if it wasn't for you mm. you know it all sort of started because you had that wacky idea to do a podcast about learning something new every week and everyone was like that sounds like way too much work let's just talk shit for an hour um and it's sort of it's true it's it's sort of spiraled into um into what it is now and obviously Jono and I first departed and and you know because of obviously this venture and and you know time obviously etc and so on and and yourself now with you know similar sort of reasons um obviously all the best to the guys continuing on they keep smashing out content Seems every week they've got a new thing they're doing, so they're you know, they're certainly putting out the volume. Um, so, yeah, it'll be you know I'm sure you'll be missed, and um, you know onwards and upwards. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to what they do. Um, they're retiring Pleasure Explosion at mm, episode sixty nine, which I nice. think is is kind of fantastic. It's kind um, of nice, and I'm I'm hoping to to line up being on that one as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, what so I'm, like I'm I'm, I'm not like. I'm not gone completely and to be forgotten or anything like that, but mm. I'm just kind of, um, yeah, 
did, did did my did my time and um just don't have the time for for that uh weekly regular all sorts of shows and activities and shenanigans mm. and carry on mm-hmm. um yeah very good but still yeah. as i've said to you jack always can can make the time to be on here uh, as part of the rotating rotating guests i appreciate that well when I you have me do. like once in 11 episodes it's not really that hard <laughs> to figure out is it uh, I, yeah, I didn't realize it had been that long. I honestly, when I asked you on this week, I was like, "Yeah, I had Tom Mellon about a month ago." That sounds about right. Didn't realize it had been that long, but twenty episodes. I feel like that's some kind of an achievement, and it's gone bloody quick. It's definitely uh, a round number. Mm-hmm. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can divide that by ten, five, two, two, even, four, yeah. four um, as well. Yeah, that's true. Plenty of numbers. So yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. a good one. You could divide it by twenty even if you needed to. You can. Yes. It's very versatile. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> what a milestone. Oh, dear. Next story. Um, the National Broadband Chief tries to blame online gamers for the congestion problems the NBN has faced recently. Now, Tom, obviously, this isn't something that concerns you um, because you live in the land of the Kiwi. Um, however, this is a story who that has, has come out about over the weekend. That, yeah, basically... As I stated, the chief of the MBN Co has tried to blame. So basically, if you're not paying, if you haven't been paying attention, we've had this uh, this initiative or whatever you want to call it over the last few years to uh, upgrade the internet of our uh, humble country because, uh, for lack of a better term, it is shite. Um, and um, you know, so they they basically uh, there's this new organisation form called the MBN Co to you know, put in this new... Uh, anyway, basically, they fucked it up, for lack of a better term. It has been bungled from, from start, mm. from go to woe. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been... Like, it's better in some areas. Like, my internet is... Def- I have the MBN, and my internet is definitely better than it was, but it's not, like, like um, significantly to the point where I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It's just like, yeah, I can... My porn loads a little quicker, like, <laughs> um, et cetera and so on. But, but um, just as inconsistently. Exactly. And, um, and that's the thing is the inconsistency. You know, I've, been, I've had three internet providers living in this house. Started with Telstra, who were good, but they have the monopoly on like the cables and stuff. So it's going to be good, but it's super expensive for what you get. Then I went to Dodo, shite. Absolute shite. And I I copped what the um what basically they're talking about at the moment, which is the congestion. And what that what basically what the way it's been explained is that if you think of like the cables that our internet runs on like a highway and during the day other people are at work, whatever, you're using the internet, you're watching Netflix, you're doing whatever you, the, the, the highways are empty all the other people are off doing other stuff and you've got like free rain you go as fast as you can you get to where you're going a lot quicker and what happens when you're in peak time so exactly the same as peak traffic is that everyone's trying to use the highway at the same time and it gets congested and basically like the, the speed's lower um, and so what what's happening is that during peak times which is like 7 between 7pm 7 and you know 10 p.m when people are streaming watching netflix using browsing the internet you know on their phones whatever it might be um, online run one out online gaming it, the speed slow down which is it's happened it happens to me from time to time um it, it happened to me quite a bit when i was with the previous provider um and yeah basically the guy's trying to blame it on on online gaming hmm. the the interesting point that i took Not their shit infrastructure yeah, interesting point I took out of the article when you, you shared it was that um, I don't understand how the NBN works and your your internet setup, but clearly neither does anybody in the company running the fucking thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what do, what are you to do? Yeah, just yeah. kind of uh, kind of carry on and and hope it gets better. Mm, mm, very much so. Yeah, it's just it's been an absolute balls up, and mm. it's and the, it, the the real problem is is that it's way too expensive to actually fix the problem. Like they fucked it up so badly the first time, and it cost so much money. And they kind of just kept going, like they didn't stop and go. Oh, we're kind of fucking this up from the start. We should dial it back, make sure it's right, and then go. They were ah fuck it, let's just keep going. And now it's, it's they like said sort of, she'll be right, mate. <laughs> I think is right. is what they said. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, and uh and yeah so um but no i mean i think it's just a cop-out i think it's a cop-out and i think you hit the nail on the head is that yeah i don't think they really understand what they're going what they're doing <laughs> so some like uh, executive kind of 
business person is just being given this is is it run by the government no well uh, mbn co isn't a government organization but the government basically tendered it out i believe so they're private Uh, um, yeah organization yeah um yeah but they're fuckheads Uh, i was was, was gonna say some guy from business elsewhere Mm. has just been put into this position Mm. doesn't know what's going on and Mm. uh yeah continues Mm. to not really know what's going on with this service that can't keep up with demand. Word, word. Uh, next story. Sad piece of news. Um, Anthony Bourdain passes away. Um, we spoke about this briefly before, sort of um, putting the show together, and something that we 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 thought you know we should speak about. Um, I am not. I was. I'm not familiar with Anthony Bourdain. Uh, I'm not, I've never watched any of his shows. I, I was, you know, familiar with the name and sort of what he represented, um, but I never sort of consumed any of his content or anything like that. And I think you were very much the same as well. Hmm. Um, but what I have sort of, uh, yeah, so obviously he's passed away, um, taken his own life. And what I have noticed uh, in the last sort of 24, 48 hours since this has sort of happened is the absolute outpouring of people who were genuinely like hurt about this and and Mm. and, you know for like you know if you sort of if you just read his wikipedia bio it's celebrity chef and travel guy it's like okay dude yeah yeah uh, but like the impact that he seems to have had on a very large sect of the population is um, Mm. seems to be quite profound and um you know, I've seen a lot of my like really good friends sort of being quite upset by this, um, this sort of this happening. And uh, while I haven't had any sort of, you know, I'm not familiar at all really with with Anthony or his his exploits. It it seems to be um, be affecting like a lot of people. Like these things do. Like obviously last year we had the you know the passing of Chester Bennington, um, who was for me like my hero like one of my absolute heroes my favorite band you know the front man that kind of thing and when these kinds of things happen especially in this way i think it really just hits home a lot harder than than like you know hmm. a, a normal de- Am I, does that make sense of what i'm saying like yeah very very much so but the the interesting thing i'm picking up even listening to you talk about it like you haven't said suicide and no, nobody says suicide. And I think that's kind of wrong. Um, okay. I think, like, it happens a lot. And mm. that kind of, the, like, older men, I think, mm. are, are very overrepresented in suicide very statistics. So. Or, like, mid- yeah. middle-aged, late middle-aged men getting mm. older. Um, mm. And it's something you see one news article, person has died. And then news comes in, they've committed suicide. And then yeah. it kind of just disappears from the news because yeah. it's b- because this is a thing we don't talk about as a society. But I think mm. it's a thing that we we very much need to. Um, yeah. I've had somebody incredibly close to me um, commit suicide, which mm. again, listen to that episode of Grandstand Gurus. Um, yeah. yeah, and it, it, like um, there's depression runs in my family and and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, it's it's just something that we need to we need to speak about and and make sure people know um that it's a thing we can talk about which means it's a thing you can talk about to me if you're Mm. thinking about that or if you're feeling Mm. that way um because while it continues to be sort of a taboo subject um people will keep doing it kind of quietly in the background um Mm. and they'll just be they'll they'll be written up as a statistic for anyone apart from their family um yeah until society can actually can actually kind of tackle it and there there are a lot of great organizations doing a lot of great work um but it's they're kind of hindered i think by Mm. sort of society's reluctance to to acknowledge it a bit to to really acknowledge it yeah Yeah. Um, i think i think it's a double sort of and i I 100 get what you're saying and i think I think a big part of it is sort of removing the stigma and that kind of thing around mental health as a whole and not just suicide, Mm. um, which is something that I think we're working towards as a society, but I think we're still a very long ways off from that. Mm. Um, I think where the... uh, So this... uh, And I'm fairly certain this is actual fact because it's been told to me before, is the reason that the media doesn't report on like suicides and these types of things and, and that this, that, and the other is that um, 
they don't want people like they're trying to mm. avoid the copycats like yep. that's the reason why they do it because they don't want people like oh this person you know in the news you know so and so hung themselves or shot themselves or did whatever and i think it's to pre- to prevent from giving people ideas of, on how to do it um or what to do and, and you know it's a very i think it's a fine line and there's got to be like a middle ground somewhere where we can talk about it but we're not sort of talking about it in a way that can maybe influence someone to you know doing it mm. or you know taking that that leap mm. If you really wanted to, like, you can Google it. You can Google plenty of ways to do it. Mm. And Google, actually, like, I, I did, a, to put a strange anecdote into a sad story, um, I Googled how to tie a noose one time um, for, for just like a like a slip knot. Yeah. Um, and the first thing that pops up in Google is, like, your local suicide prevention help kind of thing, which... Mm. Um, yeah, so it's sort of acknowledged that people will find a way if they yeah. are, are looking to. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think talking about it in the media really, it really glorifies it or will give people ideas or, or push them to. Mm. Um, mm. I think there are plenty of other stuff that that does that, but I'm I'm not in that situation and I don't know. I I do mm. just know objectively that we don't talk about it enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I agree a hundred percent. I agree. I, I do agree with on that point is that we need to be better as a society about talking about these things and, 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 and helping people, you know, and, and I'll, and I, and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make this comment, but I'm going to do the exact same thing in about two minutes is that when these things happen in the news articles at the, at the bottom of every news article, it's, here's the number for lifeline mm. Here's the, you know, here's the link for this. And I'm like, that's it. And that's where it sort of stops. And it's like, is that enough? Um, no, clearly not. Because the suicide rates in, like you said, you know, um, adult males is, I, th- I think it's the biggest killer of of you know, men aged 30 to 50 in it's, Australia. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the 35 plus bracket, mm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, <laughs> which is absolutely terrible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not to be... A hypocrite, but also the li- the number four lifeline is one three one 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 four. Um, if you are feeling down, feeling blue, you know we all get sad sometimes. Like it, it happens. Um, call of someone, call a friend, call us, email us. Like send an e- hit me up on Twitter. Like reach out. This is something. Yeah, this is something. You know, it's mental health and these types of things. Something that has affected me very personally in my life through you know close loved ones and this kind of thing. Um, so if, yeah, if you ever want to just chat, there's a, you know, at cruisy underscore mate is where you can find me or email me. It is what it is at 8bit.net. Like just reach out, reach out to someone because it's not, you know, we can't keep losing people this way. You know, it's not good. Not good. Um, shall we move on, Tom? We can. Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran has been chased from social media by trolls. The actress who played the character Rose in December's The Last Jedi has deleted all the posts from her Instagram account, reportedly due to the constant barrage of abuse and vitriol she has received from alleged fans of the sci-fi franchise for her portrayal of the aforementioned character. The the This follows co-star Daisy Ridley deleting her Instagram in 2016 after copying abuse for making a post in support of gun control. The discussion around this has been, should actors expect this kind of thing? After all, they are in the spotlight and the public eye, and of course they are going to receive criticism. Or, should no one be expected to accept the levels of abuse hurled at them from fans of franchises such as Star Wars? Thomas, you're a fan of the Star Wars. I've watched a Star Wars. That's true. Yes. Um, This is a... This is very shit. This is a very shitty story. Um, the fact that someone, you know, that people have... And do you know what it makes? It gives, like, fans of things like Star Wars and that a bad name. Hmm. Like, you know, that that there's been a, um, uh, you know, a, a, an actor who's, like, effectively left social media because there's just the absolute, like, level, like, the absolute abuse that she's copped. You know, over the last six months since this movie came out, um, I, I for one, you know, I always present sort of two sides to the argument, but I'm one of like, I'm like, yeah, it sucks. Like people shouldn't like critique the character and critique the writing, and if you have to critique the acting, but don't 
you know, abuse, like personally abuse someone mm. because of a, 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 like a character they portrayed in a movie. Like it's just juvenile. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, and one of the worst parts of the internet, I, I genuinely don't understand it. Like I'm no. sure I have probably made a, a, a snarky comment here and there, but like right next to my full name and Facebook profile. And I'm yep. sure if you tried hard enough, you can find out where I live from that. Um, yep. But n- never anything, never anything to this extent. And it really, like it really frustrates me, like probably mm. fucks me off that, that people do this. I mm. don't know if they do it because it's just a bit of entertainment for them or if mm. they do it because they think it's acceptable or mm. quite how we've got to this position um mm. but yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's just it, wrong yeah. like even, yeah. like i wouldn't even advocate for ryan johnson getting the abuse and he wrote and directed the movie um mm. like yeah yeah you can you can not like something but it's not a personal attack on you so yeah. don't make it a personal attack on yeah on that other person yeah, exactly. Um, and, and yeah, I, I agree. Like, I 100% agree with you. Like, I see, like, we're in that sort of eco chamber, that internet sort of eco chamber. We see it from people that we follow as far as, like, Kind of Funny and Greg Miller and Tim Geddes and the mm. you know, the vitriol they cop on the internet um, to people as, you know, as big as these sort of stars, like, you know, the Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran, et cetera, and so on. Ryan Johnson, who absolutely just have been crucified since this movie has come out. Um, which I don't get. Like, you can be unhappy with something, but that doesn't give you the right to then attack people who've just gone out and had a crack. Like, I didn't... Like, I'm... Like, I didn't hate The Last Jedi, right? I'm definitely... It's definitely... I definitely have a lot of issues with it. I need to watch um, it again. Yeah, I, I think I do as well. I, I saw feel it like once I, in the movies, and yeah. that was it. And I, I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. And I walked away happy, but I... Yeah. Similar to Solo, I didn't walk away thinking, I've got to see that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I um, need to go back. I I feel, yeah, I'm, I'm just tangentially, I feel like I've disliked it more since, like, it, like, I reckon I walked out of it and I was like, I like that, but I had some real issues with it. And now I, in my head, I'm like, I don't like it. But I'm like, do I really not like it? Or do I really, do I need to see it again? Anyway, um... Are you reading the the comic version? No, no, I'm not. Uh, I've I've read the the first issue and own is that the Gary Witter two and three? Gary yeah, Witters. Gary Witter's written it, and mm. I'm enjoying it. I, well, well, I enjoyed the first issue, and I have bought two and three, and intend mm. to read them. So, mm. um, yeah. yeah, but I th- I think it's a f- I, I just gave me a <laughs> on subject. I think Sorry. it's no, it's fine. Um, I think that yeah, I don't get it. Like, I don't get that that need to like attack someone and be like, you are a fucking, unless someone's like a bad person. Like if like, all right, say Ryan Johnson is found to be like a sexual abuser or whatever, then yeah, by all means fucking go, go for your life. But he hasn't done anything wrong. Like he's made a movie, had a crack at making a movie Mm. and people didn't like it. And what annoys me about this is that it gives this and it's and let's be clear it's the vocal minority and it is always the vocal minority that ruins it for the majority hmm. because like there's like if you look at the box office for these movies you know they made multi hundreds of millions of dollars and to say now that all Star Wars fans are the like and I've seen I've seen people like on social media and that in the last week since this happened be like Star Wars fans are the worst they're the worst group of like the worst fan base and this and I'm like, no, I don't think they are. I just think that there's like a very small vocal minority that have ruined mm. it for the vast majority. And those people should be fucking ostracized and not, you know, they should get like a, you're banned for life. But obviously there's no way you can ban them from enjoying something. Do you know what I mean? I do. It's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah, that, that annoys me. Um, but I think there's a fine it's- line. Like I think, and this is the other thing that I think that um, has blurred the lines with this thing is that it's gone... The people... And people have defended, you know, Kelly Mary Tran, and and so they should. um, But there's been, like, then, like, a backflip of people... Like, the, the, the... 
the line has now been blurred between what is okay and what is not because of this. Mm. So like, are you still allowed to criticize her acting in a constructive way? Or are you able to say that you didn't like that character without like, I think you should still, I think that should still be a thing. I think you should still be able to go, I didn't like that character. I didn't like the way it was acted, whatever. I didn't like the lines that they were, way they were written for that character. But you, you, I think that needs to be separate from like people going on her Instagram page mm. and calling her names and abusing I, her. Like, I, I agree. Write an opinion piece or like tweet it to the people that follow you, the fucking hundred friends that you've got, or yeah. make a Facebook post and say, yeah. I saw The Last Jedi and I didn't like... Rose? She was Rose, wasn't she? Yeah, Rose, yeah. yeah. I didn't like Rose. Um, spoiled the movie for me. Full stop. That's that's fine. You can, that's fine. You're, in, you're entitled to that opinion. But to yeah. then go and at her and say, mm. you were shit, it was awful, you ruined the movie, so on and yeah. so forth, is yeah. it's just too far, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it, like... It's it's strange because I wouldn't say the same if you were saying nice stuff. Hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, like if you can't say nothing nice, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's all. Thing, but like, I mean, this sort of goes back to my point. It's like I don't think you have to be able to like. Not everything's like rosy and fucking no pun intended. Like you know, sunshine and lollipops, but. Um, you can. St- I think you should still be able to have like a constructive, critical conversation about something without making it personal. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're right. You like you shouldn't like at that person and be like you fuck you suck. You know you you ruined the movie. I hate you. You blah blah blah. Whatever horrible comment you make. Like yeah. yeah, you should be able to just go. I really didn't like that character. I thought she sucked. And that'd be the end of it. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll be. I didn't like the character. I thought the character sucked. I don't. I have nothing personal against you know, but, the actor. But you didn't go out of your way to go and no. tell her that on her Instagram. No, and I wouldn't like, and I wouldn't do that like because that's nasty. <laughs> like, mm. like I may have, and I'll put my. I may have once gone on a drunken tirade um, about the Last Jedi, um, but I, ne- I would never like, like, do that to the like the person. And mm. and to be fair, Jono, Jono, he he antagonised me on that. <laughs> he made me do it, um, but it was to, it was just like so. I was, <laughs> he acts all innocent. I was really drunk, and we were on the way. Uh, it was uh, Mardo, Jono's friend, was driving Jono and I home after a drunken night out. Jono driving me home. Jono was in the car, and I don't know how we got onto the Last Jedi, but I just started. <laughs> I just went. I just I started just talking about all the things that I didn't like about it um but i would never like direct that at ryan johnson or at yeah. kelly marie tran or at anyone involved in the movie because i'm not a dick Oof. you know what i mean mark hamill because you're sad that it was his last movie spoilers oh, i love mark hamill so much yeah he's, is he not the best he's great is he the did best? you see what he did for like the whole month of may yeah <laughs> yes, <I did>. <laughs> that was pretty fantastic I, yeah I, yeah, yeah. Um, side note, did you see the Gary Witter thing the other day where the guy was like, um, so Gary Witter, so for those, for our listeners out there, Gary Witter is a man, he wrote, um, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, fantastic human being, hilarious man. And, um, he commented, he, he commented on, he like tweeted about Solo, about the new Star Wars movie Solo, about the, like the casting or something about how he, he wished that, you know. It was someone else other than Woody Harrelson or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he can only see Woody Harrelson as Woody Harrelson. He, yeah. He'd prefer it like a no-name somebody kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, and some guy tweeted, he's like, oh, another another casting expert. Why don't you make your own movie or something like that? And he, he quote tweeted, he's like, actually, I did. And uh, one of them was the Star War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check my bio. I've, I've written the Star War and various yeah. other movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is great, which is exactly what, you know, if you would attack someone online, like, I love that kind of banter. Like, I like that. Mm. Like, I thought it was not vitriolic. He put the guy in his place and it was just one of those good moments. Mm. Um, Reminds you know. me I need to uh, need to buy Abomination. What is Abomination? It's, uh, it's, it's his book. Ah, very good. Very good. Um, I don't read enough. 
I read. Well, no, I do. I read enough preparing for this show. I'm, I'm reading a lot at the moment, and I think I could pick up a book and have a good time. Hmm. I've read more good. than a hundred issues of uh, of comics in the last month. Have you really? Just yeah, I've noticed it. Com- comic reading has um, yeah. has increased. Marvel Unlimited, man. It's it's opened up an absolute wormhole. Mm. And I'm mm. just getting like sucked into it. It is fantastic. Mm. Very good. Very good. Tom, should we get into some listener questions? I would love to. Excellent. Uh, first question comes from Timothy in Geelong. And Timothy sent through an article. <laughs> just, and do, you, do you think it's Jono in a, under a pseudonym? <laughs> no, I saw that. I'm like, oh, I'm, I, I, saw, I saw that it comes through from Geelong. I'm like, I bet you Jono knows this person. Um, and he, wrote, he writes in, he says, Hi, Jack. You and Ali spoke about the removal of gender-specific books from, from children's book. I'm guessing that uh, from like children's play centers and stuff. Uh, so I thought you might be amused with this story if you hadn't seen it already has the world seriously lost the plot how far are we going to go with all this gender neutral political correctness and uh and tim linked an article where um basically what's happening is that uh this uh, some some australian universities are basically penalizing students essays when they use gender specific terms such as man or um like woman or so like Terms that have been blacklisted are things such as, um, where is it? Here? I've written it down here. Mankind and workmanship and things like that um, to, to be more gender neutral. What are you supposed now, Tom, to use instead of that, like workmanship? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, now, Tom, I'm all for equality, mm. but this is just a step too far. Like you literally, like they're like, oh, you can't use the English language because you might offend someone. Like, get the fuck, the fuck is wrong with like, what? Surely we're getting this is just going a little bit too far. Maybe yes, no. <laughs> I, do you I'm know just, what I love about you, Tom? The, the fact that I consider my answer before giving it. Yes, and the fact that I'm always like, when you do that, because you're very still. Like you know, <laughs> well, you know me, right? <laughs> I'm very um, like flailing all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah. yeah, I very much my Italian heritage comes out because I very much talk with my hands. Um, so I'm always moving, but you're a very still character, Tom. And when you do the thing where you consider your answers, I'm always like, "Did the internet just drop out? <laughs> <laughs> Is he frozen? No, he's just thinking." I should I should so, give you some kind of like processing finger movement or or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just don't know enough, right? Like, I don't know if they're suggesting like some new, completely made-up words instead of workmanship, or if they're hmm. suggesting some kind of n- neutral version of that, which I Soon don't know from the top of my head. Like, hmm. m- maybe there's an argument to be made. I don't feel particularly strongly that it would be a good one but at the same Doesn't time sound like a good one to me like we've, we've got like uh white males who mm. this clearly doesn't affect us uh in, no. in the negative and no. um also being reasonably young and open-minded and and quite receptive to this sort of stuff in general mm. to begin with um mm puts us in a place where yeah i just i don't know i couldn't say no to it off the bat but also i don't know if it's actually a a good idea um do you do you think that there's actually people who are like reading and this this is essays right so the only people like really reading these are the markers so like the the, the teacher do you think anyone's reading these and going um oh oh my oh my like workmanship like like, like, do you think people are really no. getting like someone's fainting? Oh, oh my lord! Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know who no, this they're... is for. Like, is this to condition them to be more gender neutral with their language? Like, are they conditioning people to be this way outside of their university courses, or is this? Well, that's what like, that's what university is all about, right? Like, you mm-hmm. you go and you write essays that you have no fucking idea what they 
what you said in them now i don't remember half of the courses that i took but i do remember yeah. like learning about the way to think and the way to communicate mm-hmm. and the way to mm-hmm. be as as a big part of the university experience mm-hmm. so there's okay. probably some weight to your idea that it's it's conditioning people to be better people when they get into the workforce mm. um but whether it's an effective way to do it i'm i'm not sure to to mm. be losing marks is kind of a bit it's bullshit a bit a, if yeah. if you're in like a pressured exam or something like that um, mm. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it's just I, it's in I, your I vocabulary. Like, people. you shouldn't be going into an exam, fucking worrying about having to use yeah workmanship or mankind. It's like, give me a break. What's, give so me it a. Be, break. It would be humankind. Yeah, that, that they would say. But what would you do instead of workmanship? I don't workmanship? know. <laughs> Work people ship. Well, it, it it has to be a completely different word, right? It has. It, to it be, has yeah. to be some kind of like. Well, I was going to say manufacturing. Sure someone's screaming at their phone. At their, someone's in their van full of nuns screaming at the radio mm. right now going, it's this way. Yeah, I was going to say manufacturing, and then I remembered that's got man at the start, but I don't know if it's got anything <laughs> to do with males in that context. Whereas work, workmanship clearly is a, a, a man's work. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Very good. Uh, our next question comes from Savannah in Ipswich. And Savannah says, Hi, it is what it is. As chilling as this story was... Hi, Savannah. Sadly, I think they are doing what they need to do to protect themselves and their children. Unless, of course, by some miracle, American bans guns. As a dad, how would you feel if your child came home reciting this nursery rhyme? This is in regards to a story um, where basically... This is heartbreaking to me. Mm. Like, this, this this was... I read this and I was just like, oh fucking breaks my heart reading stories like this so basically <clears throat> there's a kindergarten uh in the united states of america where they have USA, a USA, USA. <laughs> where there's a uh, a nursery rhyme up on the uh blackboard written up on the blackboard posted up there to um, basically prepare the kindergartners for a mass shooting uh, and now i'm going to recite the nursery rhyme and it goes like this Lock down, lock down, lock the door. Shut the lights off, say no more. Go behind the desk and hide. Wait until it's safe inside. Lock down, lock down, it's all done. Now it's time to have some fun. Like, that just fucking broke my heart when, mm. when I read that. I was like, I was like, oh my God. Like, like I get what Savannah's saying. It's like, you know, is, is this... <laughs> Like they they're doing what they need to do to protect themselves, but like, how would I feel if my um my my son came home reciting that nursery rhyme? I would probably move to Australia. Like if I was an American <laughs> and my son came home and he was reciting that, I'd be like we're out, fuck it, let's it, that's it, we're done. That would be let's enough go. for me to fuck to pack up shop and piss off. Um, because yeah, I mean it's that's and I sort of I pondered this question quite a bit. And I was just like, my first honest reaction was, yeah, I'm like, fuck, that's heartbreaking. And then my second reaction is like, it's how fucking fucked of this, this country that they have to like, that this is a thing that they have to um, recite a nursery rhyme in kindergarten to, to prepare them at that age for like a potential mass shooting. And then I'm like, yeah, well, fuck, maybe they do. Like, maybe that's just the reality of it now is that they have to. They, they have to that and like is it better for these kids to be prepared for that than not it, I I kind of lost for words on it right mm. um, it, it must be like there must be enough fear or concern in those teachers for them to have written this up and be teaching the kids that but mm. the fact that they had to write it and they have to teach the, the kids that heartbreaking is a, a, a fantastic choice of words for that like there's nothing mm. more like imagining those people in their workplace feeling that uncomfortable being that re- being responsible for 10 15 20 i don't know mm. of other people's kids mm. with the, yeah. the very real possibility that that kind of thing could happen yeah yeah no, I agree. it makes you sort of agree. a little sick to your stomach when you stop to think about it yeah, I agree, hundred percent. What can, what can <clears throat> I do? Yeah, fuck. 
well, down, I guess. What they could do is a lot. What are they going to do? Sweet fuck all. Not a whole lot, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and next question comes from Sammy from Perth. And Sammy says, Hi, Jack. Would have to disagree with your comments surrounding the kneeling football players. This is in regards to a discussion I had with Ali a couple of weeks ago in regards to the NFL players kneeling. And Sammy goes on to say, Whilst I agree it is every person's right to have their own opinions and right to free speech, I am a big believer that one should leave politics and opinions off the field. Sport can be a great way of bringing people together. Whatever one's opinion, race, colour, gender, my feeling is they can and should voice their opinions, but off the field, not on it. Thank you for the question, Sammy. And I appreciate your candour uh, in response to my uh, my opinion on, on the matter of the kneeling football players. And um, yeah, I just, like like I said, I, I disagree wholeheartedly with, with your sentiment. Um, I think that you're absolutely right. Sport is a great way to bring people together and it's a great way to... to so sport is a conduit not just for sport, right? It's not just for the game, but it can bring... Like you said, it brings so many different people together, like different color, creed, religions, races. They're all brought together by this one thing, right? This sporting team, this this sport that they all get to, and and for for two hours or whatever it is on a Sunday, they're all together and they're all in it together, and they're all. And so, I guess my feeling with it is is that we should you why we have in society so many barriers that are all that are, you know up there's so many like between you know the race issues and gender issues and all these kinds of things we have so many barriers brought up between all these different types of people is it something like sport brings them together why not use that as a conduit to educate to um let people know about some issues that they might not have been aware of and 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 show them that from a different point of view so I, i have to disagree with this sentiment um where do you come down on the the kneeling tom yeah, it's, it's, I think you put it reasonably well. Like, there's, reasonably well. <laughs> it's 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 a the fact that it's a, brings together so many people from all walks of life makes mm. it the perfect place to be mm. making these kinds of statements and and sort of yes. and starting to socialize these kinds of things because mm-hmm. otherwise then they're, they're not they're just not going to be and they they won't reach the same people. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, in in as far as I can tell, or as far mm. as I've read and seen and heard, it's the majority people going. Ah, no, don't worry about it. We can talk about that somewhere else. It's fine. Mm. Leave it away. Leave, leave it out of my sport. Um, mm. But you're already, and, and I'm not necessarily saying Sammy is, but generally those people are are in the majority position and in the position of power for want of a mm. better word already. Mm. Um, so mm. going kind of going, Hey, I want sport to be my safe place where I don't have mm. to worry about this, this sort of stuff. Um, mm. it's, it's part of, part of the privilege. Right. Um, yeah. but I, I do think it should be something that's accepted and respected. And, um, yeah, it's, Kind of difficult, on the other hand, to say that um, you can't do whatever the fuck you want at your job at any point in time, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and your employer can set set rules um, mm. for what counts as as uh, misconduct. Um, yeah. Which I feel like that's what the NFL have done, but mm-hmm. in doing mm-hmm. that, they've just shown themselves to be incredibly tone deaf and yes. just very commercially focused um it it would be interesting to know whether the downturn they had last year would have happened or would have been more or less severe were it not Mm. for the the kneeling sort Mm. of Mm. protests that went on because that's what Mm. it was right the the nfl thing's a response to a downturn in in viewers and stuff yeah and whether viewers are are going away because these protests are happening or whether they're going away because the product's shit you don't know, and th- their response yeah, exactly, is assuming yeah. that they're that they've gone away because, um, because, because of, of the, the protest. Mm. It's funny since they've made this ruling, I've I've seen more. I've I've like I've literally seen dozens of people um, from all different walks of life 
color creed everything you know, in my yeah <laughs> in my um like sort of social media circle dozens of people say i'm not i will no longer watch the nfl hmm. so i will no longer give them my money i will no longer give them my viewership because of this ruling more so than i saw and again this is my eco chamber so i don't generally associate myself with racists and idiots but uh, <laughs> no, that's, no that's offense, not that's not Sammy. a no offense, Sammy. Um, no, and that's but that's not a fair comment actually, because there, there's a lot of people who feel you know a certain way about the kneeling um, because of the respect for the flag and and the troops and that kind of thing. So I shouldn't generalize them and all, that, and I, I take that back. Um, but you know, I I did not see, and there's plenty of people that I know that feel this way about the the, the flag thing. And I know um, for and a I fact haven't that seen you follow some idiots on Twitter, so. Yes, I do very much so, um, and I haven't seen any of them say I'm not going to watch the NFL anymore because these guys are kneeling. So um, I would think that there's that the NFL has only just shot themselves in the foot, if that's the case. Shame they won't be able to put down a knee. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, next story comes from Lauren from Brighton in Victoria, Brighton in Victoria, Brighton, and uh, Hi, she's a. Uh, Hey, Loz. Uh, and Lauren's taking my dear friend JT Russell to task for a comment he made a few weeks back uh, in regards hmm. to the euthanasia discussion. And, and Lauren says, Hi, Jack. I'm, vocally, I'm a vocally passionate advocate for the euthanasia bill. A very close friend of mine's mother was diagnosed with MS and spent years struggling getting through the day, mostly because she did not have the quality of life she once had. She wanted the choice to leave this earth on her own terms, but instead our laws prevented her from being able to do so. So JT Russell's words that there isn't a huge issue for an old man to go to Swiss that it isn't a huge issue for an old man to go to Switzerland bugs me. Don't you think he may that he may have preferred to have passed in his home country to have the opportunity to have his loved ones around him even if he didn't even if he did want a holiday to Switzerland before he should have had the choice. Uh, yeah, it's a fair point. Mm. Um, so JT made the point during the. Um, during the discussion that he didn't think that it was that euthanasia was a because we're talking about like the fact of whether it should be legalized and this kind of thing and and he sort of made the point that he didn't think it was like a big pressing issue that there were perhaps more things out there but i guess it's sort of and i made this sort of point to someone the other day we were talking about um just sort of like people's issues and stuff and now you know you know people will be like oh you know you say you've got an issue and someone's like oh well you know so and so's got it worse you know well, you know there's people dying in africa and this that kind of thing it's like your issues are only like your issues are your issues. Like mm. your issues aren't any, like you, everyone else's issues aren't yours. Kind of, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. So like your biggest problem is your biggest problem. And, and that's always going to be the way it is. So like, I guess from JT's point of view, he didn't see it as a big issue, but for someone like Lauren, who's seen someone, I guess, close to her or her close friend's mother, um, you know, had to sort of go through something like this. Like, um, it just sort of goes to show that other people have, um, you know, why something you might not see as a major issue and you might go, oh, why are we even discussing that? Even like I okay, said so for the kneeling thing, like, so, you know, um, Sammy made the, the point that, it was Sammy, wasn't it? Um, made the point, yep, Sammy, uh, made the point that, oh, you know, it should, this is a, you know, they should keep it, keep, the, keep it out of my sport or whatever. I was like, well, you know, maybe this is a really big issue for these guys kneeling. And so I guess it sort of goes both ways with that mm. um, from Lauren's point of view. It's an interesting one, the whole um, right to right to die or, or mm. death with dignity uh, alongside the, um, the suicide argument that we, mm. we had previously. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I, well, I, I say obviously, but maybe not to some people. I think they're two vastly different, vastly different things. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I think a person's right to die in that instance is is important um yeah. and they I, I i do remember listening to jt talking about it and thinking something similar at the at the time um mm. that it is a pain like it it would be quite nice to do it in your house or your bed or whatever mm. as opposed to having to go halfway around the world but um yeah i uh, yeah, so. the annoying thing and it is quite annoying about um, when people talk about euthanasia, and this is a very light-hearted thing, although my tone of voice didn't change. Uh, <laughs> when I was in 
I must have been 11 or 12. Um, I mm. think a, a euthanasia bill came up in um, in Parliament here. Um, didn't mm. pass, I don't think. Or I, I think maybe some kind of pieces did happen or they repealed some of the it's a crime stuff but didn't actually mm. make it legal. Um don't don't quote me on that. Uh, anyway, the teacher teacher somebody introduced it. Um euthanasia. No, I'm not talking about kids in Japan. And then <laughs> and and then started on the topic. And that's great. It's it it's it was funny and it is funny now, but it's also very bad. Yeah, when it's it such a serious joke. topic, yes, very much so. Um, that's that Kiwi humor, though. I, mm. I don't. I appreciate it. Uh, our next question comes from Brendan. Christ, they Sydney. keep going. Yeah, we've got a few. We got uh, yeah, we got two more after this one. Uh, two more after this one. Two more after this one. I told you we've got great fans. Lucky it was a slow news week. Um, because otherwise we would have been going all night long. So we do appreciate all of our fans. Uh, and Brendan writes in, this is not Brendan White either, so another Brendan oh. from Sydney. I guess the other Brendan lives in Brisbane, so it wouldn't have been him anyway. And Brendan says, in regards to the Tommy Laren uh, discussion that we had a couple of weeks back, yeah, it would have been a couple of weeks back now, and he says, 100% in agreement with your comments on Tommy Lauren. No one has the right to attack or physically assault someone for their opinions. It may have been water, but she didn't know that. It could have been acid for all she knew. And think about the trauma that act could have caused for her family that were with her. Disgraceful behavior. They're as bad as Tommy Lauren's misguided opinions. As you said, this is not the way we win the battle. Absolutely agree, Brendan. 100%. 100%. Uh, and our next questioner comes from and it is what it is listener and they say hi Jack you talk about films a little bit in your episodes Hereditary is a new horror film coming soon starring Tony Collette and there's a bit of buzz around it what's the scariest horror movie you've seen now Tom I know you're a big big baby little baby when it comes to scary movies you don't like the scary movies I don't enjoy jump scares no no, no, no. Have you? Do you? Have you ever partaken in a? I mean, obviously you have. But if you like, what's the what's what's the scariest movie you've seen? Oh, I don't know. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Like, no, no, no. I I think <laughs> I think it it was definitely I was twelve, thirteen, fourteen, mm. something like mm. that. Um, mm. I know. Well, maybe it was even slightly earlier than that because we rented it on VHS. I distinctly mm. remember. I know what you did last summer. Still know oh, what really? you did last summer. Um, and Final Destination, or one of the Final Destination films. Mm. Maybe I've seen some of a Saw film as well, um, <laughs> but like a long time ago. And I, I recognized, I recognized a long time ago that I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of horror things of the genre, and mm. quite quite happily fill my time with other things other. yeah yeah yeah. like miss marvel miss um, marvel yes i've heard you like the miss captain marvel. Ma- uh, captain marvel as well she's, captain she's marvel. great um yeah i um it's funny uh, I, i'm a bit like i'm a funny one with 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 horror movies i quite like the um like every now and then i just get like the i'm like i need like i like i just get the urge to watch one in bed and i'll just get it in on in bed and on the ipad and like and I just I don't know I get I get off with the um I get off on the like the the like the chill I don't know it's weird um, but the scariest movie I've ever seen and I stand by this is The Conjuring and I watched that movie back oh, it would have been maybe like twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen I can't remember when it came out and it is literally the only movie that's ever made me piss myself <laughs> that's concerning. like I didn't. Like I didn't like I did. Didn't... You need the bathroom prior to a particular scary scene, or no, no. Like I didn't. Was it just I, like, like I you to... let a tiny dribble out. Yeah, yeah. So like I what like like I didn't like you know drench myself, but I watched the entire movie and I got done and it was the credits rolled. I was like, holy fuck! And I was like, wait a minute. Sort of like patted my my like my 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 crotch, crotch area. And, I was, and it was the, and I was yeah. And it was just like I was I was like huh. A little bit of pee come out, <laughs> just a little bit, just enough that I knew that it was there. And I'm like, wow, that that movie literally scared the piss out of me. Wow. Um, so yeah, Conjuring, um, creepy movie, very creepy. I've seen The Hills Have Eyes as well. Oh yeah, 
And then there's also the one that was a cabin in the woods. Hills Have Eyes, is that the one set in Tasmania? I don't know. It's a joke on the, it's an inbred joke. Because they're Cause like the incest sleep with the hills? No, because the, the, the Hills Have Eyes is the one about the... In, anyway, it's an inbred oh, people. Okay. It was an inbred no, joke. I, I couldn't have yeah. told you that much about... No, that's no. fine. That's fine. And our last question well, sorry, comes sorry. from Cal... Uh, comes from Cal in New South Wales, and Cal says, "Dear, it is hey, what it is. The story of the Russian journalist's fake death. <laughs> Do you th- don't you think this plays perfectly into the hands of the Russian government? Every time the Russians are accused of murder, or for example, the poisoning of Alexander Litvinenko, and more recently Sergei and Yulia Skripal, they u- they can use these as an example of fake news or just an attempt of anti-Russia." Really good point Cal makes, actually. Um, generally, when anything like this happens, Russia play the, oh, it's it's you know it's the anti-Russia card, it's the anti-Russia propaganda, etc. and so on. And I guess they could kind of, yeah, use this as like a, you know, maybe like a talking point. Like, not that anyone believes Russia. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. when they come out and say this shit. Like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, we know you did it. Just, okay. But, I mean, I guess it's a good point like Cal makes. Like, it gives them just a little bit of ammunition. Yeah. It, it's the thing that I thought about it, then stereotypes are a, a thing for a reason like mm, mm-hmm, stereotypes mm-hmm. don't exist just in a vacuum they exist because mm. of sort of regular and consistently observed behavior and mm. hey Russia we know you're doing this we know you're doing it frequently <laughs> um, yeah. but it doesn't always make the news um so the time that it does make the news, you can't go. Hey, look, <laughs> you're making you're making us look bad. Um, mm. The thing that's making you look bad is you didn't actually manage to cover this one up very well. No, exactly. <laughs> he f- he schooled you. Um, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. God, what a story. Um, yeah, very good, very good. Uh, and thank you, Cal, for the question. And thank you to all. I don't remember what our- the question was. Uh, it was more of a statement. Well, I guess it was like the, about the fake news thing. Um, ah. But thank you to all of our writers in listener questions this week. Brendan, Lauren, Sammy, Savannah, Timothy, and Cal. Thank you so much for writing in. If you've got questions you'd like us to cover, news stories, etc. and so on, please send them through to it is what it is at 8bit.net. That is... It is what it is at 8bit.net. Uh, if you've got a specific, a particular story, please include a link like uh, Savannah and Timothy did. It would be very much appreciated. I thought about it because uh, I like to, as I'm listening, email you feedback on the stories. Oh, yes. Um, yes, I, yes, yes. I thought about it, but was like, well, if I'm going to be on, I don't really want him reading my feedback while I'm there. So <laughs> I'll, uh, did you want? Did you have something I'll you wanted quiet. to share? Well, not from the top of my head now. The thing is, it, uh. it just kind of... I, I kind of think of a funny response or mm. um, call you out about something and it just, it, it makes mm. sense in the moment and then I yeah. forget about it. Um, mm. Yeah. Very cool. Very good. Next time. Next time. Well, uh, hopefully not for this episode. I won't write in and say, that guest of yours was really bad. <laughs> I hope not. Had no fucking idea uh, what he was talking about. Tom. It's time for our iTunes review of the week. Okay. Uh, and this week's review comes from... And now, I think... Now, I may have read this one out before. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I went back through previous scripts and I couldn't find it. So, I'm, I'm going for it. Uh, it comes from Haggard MC. And he drops a stellar five stars. And the title of the review is... Fantastic show. And it reads, The show... Had me debating with my phone on the drive home. Excellent discussion, spectacular host, a new weekly staple for sure. Thank you so much, Hagen MC. That is our boy. Woo! From the pop culturist, Ryan Betson. Uh, thank you so much, Ryan, for the review. And if you've got a review or you want to drop your opinion about this show, remember, head on over to iTunes, leave us a review. Four, five stars, whatever you want. Three, two, one. It's up to you. Um, the feedback is very much appreciated. It just helps us get better. Mm. You know, it just helps us get better. If you've got something you want to correct me on, like Tom does from time to time, it is what it is at 8bit.net is that email as well. Feel free um, to give it four stars and say how you could get a five. Um, <laughs> yes. And then and then watch Jack change the entire theme song uh, just for that, that additional <laughs> no, star. No. 
<laughs> um, we've got um, we're coming to the end of our um, of our iTunes reviews as well, guys. So call to arms, jump on board, leave a review. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for a uh, slightly boozy episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product for me, not for you. Half boozy, uh, this has yeah. Been- half boozy uh this has been a product of 8-bit you can find all of our content over at 8-bit.net and you can follow us on twitter tom is at tom de bomb 89 that's t-o-m-d-a-b-o-m 89 and i'm at cruzy underscore mate and 8-bit is at we are 8-bit on all of the socials tom this is normally the time of the show where i ask you to pimp what you've got going on but seeing as you've got nothing going on you can get fucked. No, I'm just <laughs> Probably fair is enough. Anything, um, is there anything you want to tell the kids about? I'm uh, I'm actively working on the PlayStation uh, Days of Play competition. Uh, one, yeah. one trophy a day for 11 days, I believe it is. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you can follow my exploits there on the PSN. That's where wow. I am currently putting wow. in work wow speaking of putting in work next week i'll be joined by the illustrious john opeck recently published ign uh author no what do you call a person who writes an article i think you journalist? call them an author close enough recently published hashtag article writer hashtag journalist hashtag news on Recently published article, a fantastic article over on IGN.com. Make sure you go over and check that out. He wrote a fantastic think piece about um, how gaming has uh, has changed his perspective on parenting. And um, I really I really enjoyed it as a parent myself. So it was great. Head on over, check that out. Parenthood as opposed to parenting because he is not a parent at this point in time. Yes, that is a good point. The prospect of being a parent though. Mm-hmm. Very much I'm sure so. he could speak to so. uh, his article better than I can. Yeah, however. absolutely. Yeah, most likely. Uh, if you've got any questions for Jono about his article or any other of his exploits, remember, it is what it is at 8 on it is that email address. If you're wanting to send over some feedback, questions, etc. and so on. Tom, it's been really fun, actually. So I've had a really good time. Me too. Um, I'm, um, I'm a little bit tipsy, and, uh, and it's been good. I appreciate your friendship and your uh, your time my well considered opinion <laughs> yes and I I Very appreciate much. yours as always Jack oh, I love you I love you too I love you until next time friends it is what it is bye bye